Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Verbal Gunplay. It's your boy, Danny De Niro. Hey, double. And we got Reed in the building. Special guest. Hey. Come on now. Come on now. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Listen, guys. Appreciate all the support you guys have been showing. The views are going up. The subscriptions are going up. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, well, hey. I will say that you guys know. They know what's good. They know what's up. But Reed, we go so far back. We go so far back to kindergarten. At one point, his mom was my teacher. <laughs> That's how far back we go. Mm-hmm. And he was jealous because she would always spend lunchtime with me. Hey, man. You want to start that? <laughs> That's where we're going. That's, where we're going. That's how we started Welcome me. No, but we go we, we go so far back to the days of Ninja Turtles, man. So thanks for uh, joining us today for nice little night of hanging out, the fellas one time. Um, so let's just uh get right into some of our topics. We're gonna nerd it out. So all you ladies watching, go ahead and just fast forward 15 minutes. But the other day, um, pretty much how we met, Sega. I seen that they're making a comeback. They're bringing back like all the classic games, and I figure since we're all gamers to a certain degree, yeah, yeah we should bring it. I mean, I'm a gamer, y'all niggas. No, no, no. I'm a. As I'm saying, like I'm a gamer, y'all niggas. <laughs> okay, so I mean, since we're talking about Sega, you know, I think this is a good off the off the cuff. What's your top three favorite Sega games from back in the day? Well, a lot of them they remaking in this new shit, right? So, so like, what were your just top three go tos? Sonic, of course. So, yeah. Jet Set Radio or Jet Grind Radio, whichever one. You Depending know. on my version, yeah. And for all you Madden motherfuckers out there, NFL 2K, mm-hmm. better than Madden. Don't forget, mm-hmm. don't forget. But even though that wasn't in my top, I would say after that, man, has to be an RPG, Skies of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, deep cuts for y'all. That's solid. That's solid. How about you, Reed? I'm going to the Sega Master System. Oh. And it was Rocky. I remember that. Wait. He said, y'all was playing Punchy. I was playing Rocky. Rocky. California games. Oh, my God. Aggie said, I don't miss it. Any artist. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And then I will say Sonic. Sonic when it came to always Sonic. So I'm definitely not picking Sonic so both these niggas. Don't don't front on Sonic so back. And then go ahead, go ahead. and this is a classic ones, right? Sure. That's not y'all favorite top three Sega franchise game. That's just your favorite classics. I'm I, still, I, I didn't man. mention no classics. We going classic. I'm talking Is he classic. going to get a Shinobi? Oh, oh, I'm going to go. Uh, We're going to go Golden, Golden X. Golden, Golden X. X. Honorable mention Alter Beast. And then Sonic Sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. All right. I guess it's on me. So I, I'll give y'all a I'll give y'all my three and then uh an honorable mention. I'm definitely sidestepping Sonic. I'm not talking about Sonic since they both oh, like it. Sonic, so nah, fuck that. I got some uh I got one for you. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage is the series. I'm I'm waiting myself when I'm itching. Um yeah. Virtual Fighter. Oh, also good. Mm-hmm. And uh I would probably have to throw 
This is this is going to throw all y'all up. You ready? Mm-hmm. It was like one of the hardest games ever. Comic Zone. Oh, I beat that. That shit was that shit was hard as a motherfucker. Zone. It was like a side scroller fight. You fight inside a comic. Yeah, you like but it was difficult, nigga. Like when you first start playing that shit, yeah. you ain't gonna make it out the first panel. And then I got two honorable mentions. I can't just do one. It was this game on Genesis called Gunstar Heroes. Yeah, classic. That was my shit. Mm-hmm. And then a classic that I used to play with Dub way back in the day. Speaking of RPG, this was online. Fantasy Star Online. That was my shit. I had one character with like 500 hours. Remember that time uh, we was playing online and your boy jumped on and you didn't tell me he was getting in the game? Yeah. Because you thought he was going to like do a little hack kill? Yeah. I was like, yo, where are you going? I'm like, I'm like, because, you know, we had the mic back then. You had the keyboard. I'm like, yo, duh. You know, you see this character? He's just running. He running for the portal right away. Because those games back in the day, you couldn't just, like, you couldn't just hit his system and turn it off because he would mess up his game save. So he'd have to leave the room. So he was, he was yeah. And there's a hack where nigga can jump in your game. Yeah. Everybody just drop dead. And yeah. Just, just pick up on. Yeah, because that was the I didn't play that. Because if you if you play Fantasy Star Online with people you didn't know, it was like a realistic game where like if you died, just like in Grand Theft Auto or something, somebody could just walk up over you and just take everything that you had. So if you play with people that you didn't know, they'd be like, I don't care, I'm taking all your Mesita. Yeah, don't 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 wear your best shit if you fight with yep, strangers. Yeah, gonna take all your shit. Yeah, keep that shit in the locker. They didn't know that. That's but cool. yeah, I'm excited about that. I would say out of uh, all the games that we were made, I'll, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the remake of Streets of Rage, yeah. the remake of Virtual Fighter, and the remake of Golden Axe. I'm a big fan of those side scrollers. Yeah, that Golden Axe was hard. Yeah, I would say if they get the rights to it, I want Maximum Carnage. I want Nah, I didn't. They, if they Maximum get the Carnage. You know what I mean? That was a side scroller. Yeah, yeah. That's not you know what was like that? Yes, I can't remember if it came out first or if it came out second, but there was a game similar to that. It was like Spider-Man. It was like Separation Anxiety. So that was, that was, that was Nintendo. They didn't come to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm set tripping. My fault. I'll say good. I could be good with a straight suit Nintendo. Hey, niggas used to bang each other on systems, man. They'd be like, what you got? Sega or Nintendo. Listen, I already know. Listen, man. Say, yeah. Nintendo clearly won in the, Won the war, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Sega, they had some joints. They had some fire. They had some fire over there. They had some gems in there, bro. So what y'all niggas playing now? What you playing, Reed? I, yeah, I knew you had to pass the button. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch, the Smash Bros, and then I say on Xbox, like I'm still in Battlefield Four. Okay. Like, I'm like, I ain't touch nothing new. Um, so my problem is I got everything. I got high power gaming PC, PS5, Xbox, playing like three games at once on all three of them. Off of <laughs> you a game? But the game I play the most that I'm both proud and ashamed to admit is a gotcha game called Honk Eye Star Rail. Play the fuck out of that game. Honk Eye Star Rail. I Star Rail. It's like a gotcha game, but it's a JRPG kind of shit, turn based. <laughs> you are. You are. Hey, ladies, watch it. If you're watching, I told you to fast forward 15 minutes. You got to. You can look down at the timestamps. I'll let you know when we get to the next subject. But right now, we gaming out. I play on that shit, bro. This is what's gonna happen after I leave here. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna do my duty, kiss my wife, right? 
<laughs> That's not my go sit on my computer play some motherfucking Star Rail. Yeah. My dailies and shit. You know what I'm saying? For you Star Rail players or even Genshin Impact players, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then I'm going to go to bed. But then uh, we was talking earlier and y'all was like, you don't play no first person shooter games? And he was like, you just play. See, here's my gaming philosophy, fellas, and this is why I don't play that. Okay. I don't play any game that's a game of some shit I can do in real life. I can dunk a basketball. I can run into an airport to shoot it up in real life. That's what I want to do. What I cannot do is save the galaxy from the negatives. Can't do that. <laughs> but in a game, I can do that shit. So based off that statement, it's like you retracted last week. So you're not going to play Grand Theft Auto? You can do all that shit in real life. Damn, nigga. <laughs> Unless you're doing the mods. Nah, hey, you can do all that shit in real life. I want you to go down to the Go down to the uh, go down to the store. Take this bet. Who was fucking? I'll find a way to rationalize that shit in my mind. Like, okay, like see, the lead is a Hispanic woman, right? I can't be a Hispanic woman. <laughs> so right, right, right. Uh, as far as me, when it comes to gaming, um, since my attention span on the games isn't as high as it used to, I used to be crazy. I used to run circles on him with yeah, the games. Yes, that's how that's how crazy I used to play games. Um. With my Xbox, I got the uh, I hacked I hacked the Game Pass, mm-hmm. so I got you know over a hundred games every month at my disposal. And when you, no, I have so many. You bought the monthly shit where you bought the like what was it like Game? I forgot what the fuck you bought them with cards. You can trade it in for Game Pass. I think it was trading that shit in for like three years. So Game Pass. What I did was I mean maybe you don't want to mention that. Like, mention it? I don't care. I don't give a I shit. Don't give a shit. All right. So what happened was, I was on Slick Deals. <laughs> I was on Slick Deals, and I seen that they had um, they had Xbox Live membership cards on sale for cheap for Brazil. And I seen a hack where if you logged onto a VPN, you could register those cards uh, to your account. So I bought the cards cheap. Registered three years of Xbox Live onto my Xbox. He was around me when I did it, um, and then, and then I took the the upgrade to Game Pass for a dollar or something. Since I already had three years paid for, it just transformed the three years into three years of Game Pass and Xbox Live. That's just it. So I basically spent uh, the cards were only like thirty bucks each. So the three years was ninety dollars. I almost get paying for shit like a monthly, like a suck. Nah, I can't do monthly because. I still got nigga tendencies. Like, I don't, I don't like I don't like monthly bills because I started to feel like I'm being pimped. So we all getting pimped. I know, but this is I like the I like the just give me one good pimp 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 slap. So what I do is I try to like if I have like subscriptions where I can pay for them three, six, twelve months in advance, I'll just do that because I would rather spend a bulk up front and not think about it. Then every every month I get a notification on my phone. Yeah, nigga, we got you for this. Yeah, nigga, we got you for this. Yeah, nigga, we got you for this. I I just feel like I'm just getting bitched, like like all the streaming service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I only pay for like a couple streaming services because I get a few of them free through uh, my Verizon, and then all my other logins for the most part I got. Oh, nigga, the Verizon ones. You started seeing them shits. No, it's included. I mean, it's like. Oh well, I mean the bill is from a risk Verizon. The bill gonna be expensive regardless. So it makes me feel better knowing I got Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN included. Yeah, I got I got T Mobile, they got Netflix and Apple on that shit, but yeah. Man, that bill. 
I don't know. That ain't worth the trade, no. These cell phone bills is insane. They know your ass is hooked. You need them shits now. So yeah, it's like, what you going to do about it? What you going to do? If I work from home, I'll be done with Verizon. I kick my kids off my shit. I'm like, hey, y'all grow up. off my shit. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the real play, we need to just all huddle up and just get a corporate account. Because the more phones you got in a corporate account, that shit, they're dumb cheap. Corporate accounts be mad cheap. Yeah, because once you get like past 10 phones, they're like 30 bucks a phone. Oh, nice. Shit, we we probably spend like two hundred dollars on each of us on just our phone bills. You know how niggas is, man. You gonna wind up carrying somebody. They always gonna come up short. Like I ain't got it. Nah, remember <laughs> I told you. Remember I told you. Hmm. Pay up front. See, I'm the type of nigga. If you if you if you present me, hey, oh, I got you. if you present me, hey, here's your Verizon bill, thirty dollars. I'm gonna say, oh, thirty times twelve. I'm gonna be like, all right, see you next year. Take care of it. <laughs> all right, all right. Just don't run off with the plug. <laughs> That's a running joke. You're going to find some way. He's going to say, I'm going to give a prediction. So he didn't already said run off with the plug. You know what the next thing this thing going to say? What's that? Devil's advocate. <laughs> is, that my, is that my go-to phrase I hear? You got the rhythm now. Well, what it is is you're the logical. Uh, Adult? No, you're the logical. Uh, you're the uh, you're the unk. You're uh, Shannon. You had her at a fucking Shannon? Okay. Who who would you be? Max Kellerman? Exactly. But I mean, white. Hey, listen, bro. In this light, you white. Look, hey, don't you look white? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? You walking in tighter for jobs. <laughs> no, uh, I was a uh, uh, girl was watching the podcast the other day, and she was always teasing me about being yellow, right? So when she watched the podcast, she was like, Look kind of dark next to your co-host, though. <laughs> yeah, everybody look back there to me, but that's because I got my I got my winter skin on, right? Yeah, winter skin, yeah, right? Yeah. The summertime, you know. Come up out high snake skin like Megan still, Stallion. Still light skin in the winter, but you know, just less. Well, speaking of winter, that's a good segue. <laughs> go. Winter time, cuddle season. And you maybe? Oh. Well, it's cuddle season for all of them. Nah, you're right. All year, all year round. I'm a one person, so my wife be trying to steal my heat under the covers all the fucking time. But in the summertime, like, get the fuck off. Yeah. It's right outside, even with the AC off. Are you a, are you a warm body individual? I'm oh, a warm body. What about you? Oh, same. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Like, I'm, I'm hot all the time. Yeah. All the time. Women, my wife, cold. Always fucking cold. Yeah. She walk around the house in a full sweatsuit. It's like 75 degrees. With a robe on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you too? Or Juliet, same thing? Same mm-hmm. thing here? Uh, one day I'll have something walking around with the robe on, making me some breakfast. So you know what your problem is? And it's because you said I'm going to have something. Oh, shit. See? Some one. One day I'm going to have a partner to share a life with. There you go. Where is she? No, but what I've been noticing lately, um, everybody's been spinning the block lately. A uh, good example would be Nelly and Ashanti. Yeah, she pregnant and shit now, right? Supposedly, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. So what I'm hearing is they say when you spin the block when you're young, you're just trying to double back and get a little quickie or something, you know, just something, something a little quick, quick. But once you get up there in age... If you spend the block and it's been more than a decade since she was in there, oh no, that's the one. That's what I'm hearing. I mean, I know y'all can't relate, but what's y'all thoughts on that? Do y'all think 
Because because you you would think when we're older we're wiser, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna mess with some chick that you was messing with back in your twenties, that is showing you your forties if she was on some bullshit. Unless unless she shows some some you know massive signs of maturity. Make it look like yeah. nah. They still will, especially especially if you're just trying to like you just said get in there. If you're just trying to get in there, but that's what I'm saying. You're not trying at this age. You're trying to find you're trying to find your queen. Nigga, when do niggas stop trying to get in? When bro, I come yeah. home and I'm still trying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't never fucking stop. All right. And then after you in there, you know, after you get that pre post nut clarity, you know what I'm saying? Now maybe, now maybe, you know. You so how are you feeling after that post nut clarity? The fuck are you talking about, nigga? Cheat. Oh, well, I guess we didn't make it. What you say? <laughs> what? You said we're supposed to not cuss for the first 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure we didn't make that. Oh, okay, we didn't. Okay. So how do, how do I feel after post-nut clarity? Yeah. I think about it. I always rethink it like, okay, wife, kids, do I still want to do this? Yes. And that's it. How about you, Reed? Same? That's real. <laughs> Dryer in it. <laughs> that's all I got on that one. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's not quite the same. Like now, when it's like, okay, when you married, the post nut clarity is now you can finally think about other shit because, like, in the moment, all you think about is we we got to do like, you know, what I'm saying, dude. Okay, but why am I gonna be embarrassed? But there's been times where the kids is in the other room, and she like they gonna hear him. I don't that shit. Self right. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's like, yeah. Then afterwards, you're like, damn, it's kind of loud. Maybe we should. That was that's post nut clarity. So. Let me get this straight. I need learning. You said you said when it's been a while. I mean, it's your wife. You live with her. Why would it have been a while? You get droughts. Like what's the drought? What's the okay? What's the longest drought? What's the longest drought you've been on, Reed? I say three weeks. Longest drought? No, no, I lied. I, a month. I was about to say a month. Yeah, it was. It was on purpose. Why? You fasting or something? Nah, be real. It was an experiment. I was like, you know what, man. Every time we have sex, it's because I initiate that shit. What happens if I don't initiate? And it was about a month before I was like, "Fuck this, bro." You got to break the cycle. Oh, so she still initiate? So you broke your experiment? Yeah, but the experiment taught me something. That a, um, what's his name was right. Uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie yeah. Mac said, "When the women get older, you got to rev the engine." When he was like twenty, you walk in a room, you see some side boobs on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, you brush your little shit up against her when she bent over, it's on. Right. When you're older, you need to do a little more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit. Sorry, with text sexting and all that stuff like really top voting. You know, it's, it's, it can be hot. But see, but once you get there, though, is that. But that, that's what it was as an experiment. But what the experiment taught me is that, okay, I got to, you know, do a little more here. I'm going to be able to just dip and dock because work, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I was gonna say, like, you know, you guys have been with your wives for so long, like, what are y'all even at this point doing to even keep it fresh? Because I would imagine it's almost choreographed at this point. It's like you go in the room and it's damn near the same positions, the same everything. Everything, it can, yo, it can be, bro. It can be, and just sometimes, sometimes it's maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's maintenance that y'all getting off because you need to because there's kids and. Responsibilities and bills and work and all this kind of shit. 
And sometimes it's just maintenance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've, I've literally felt used. I'm sure so is he. And I'm saying where you like, I was like, damn, I guess you needed that, huh? But it, you know, <laughs> but it be like that sometimes. And what it is, man, is like in any long term, any long term relationship, uh, familiarity kind of yeah. gets in. And even though it's weird, it's like a weird disassociation. I'm sure you can relate. You look at your wife and aesthetically yeah. and logically, you know, she's fine. Right. But it don't click the same way it does when you look at a strange woman. There's just something different about that. Story. Well, I mean, that's because we're we're like. What, what they call it? We're so masculine. We just look at things, just like everything. We just want to. We just want to capture everything. And that familiarity goes both ways. So yeah, yeah. So like, it's like that saying you ever hear: "Show me a bad chick, and I'll show you somebody that's sick of her shit." Yeah. Meaning it don't like it don't matter how like there's there's got to be a fundamental attraction that stays. Yeah. So I'm still attracted to her after all these years, and I'm sure she's still attracted to me, but. I can't even explain it to you because, you know, yeah, I don't, you ain't been in a relationship longer than six months, probably. Yeah. No, come on, cut it out. I've been in relationships longer than Bo was looking like this. Stop it. I didn't have a habit of only being in a relationship for only six months, but I got a, I got a couple under my belt that I've been in longer than six months. But see, after a while, you got to, I guess when you're with that person, like they always say, that while is longer when you have to start have to actually making an effort to stay connected. Yeah. Like when you with, with that person, like, bro, for me and my wife, I think I'd have to start making an effort for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or longer, it's longer. I will, I will, I will share this. Um, you know, when I was in one of my longer relationships, um, you know, when the when the sexual side started to get kind of eh, a little stagnant, I kind of did like your experiment. Like, I was just like, I just I ain't beat off. I ain't trying to do nothing with her. I ain't initiate. I ain't do nothing because I was just like, you know what? The sex is getting stagnant. So I'm going to wait until she wants this. And I was waiting probably about two to three weeks. And I remember that one of the last times before that, when we went to go have sex, she wasn't really in the mood. So I'm King Petty. So what I did was, you already know, I wasn't in the mood when she tried to. Uh, <laughs> so I was just like, oh, no, you know, just relax for a little bit. You know, it's chill, you know, tomorrow, you know, that hit, hit with that kind of thing. You know, this weekend, you know, I'm just tired. Not work out. With the Uno reverse card. And I did it like two more times. And then finally, the third time I gave it. And the only reason I did that is because she was making a big old scene. She was just like. Why don't, why won't you fuck me? She was like, what are you, what are you, what are you cheating on me? Are you, are you, are you getting it somewhere else? Like, like she was just like forcing me, like, like, come on. Like, I mean, that nigga, you playing games. But I felt like she was playing games. I just wanted to, Hey, she had her controller plugged in. I just seen player two push start and I just joined the game. I'm not even going to laugh at that shit. Did it? <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing. <laughs> nah, bro. Where did this, so, so I'm a big person on personal responsibility. Instead of looking at that person, I'm more like, okay, what can I do, and what have I been doing, right? And what a lot of us people do in long-term relationships, and this is something you probably don't even know what you're doing. You start initiating the same way at the same time of the day, or evening, or whatever. You become predictable in the way in which you even start to initiate. Absolutely. Because what happens is for us, we just try the last thing that worked. 
oh shit, that worked. I'm gonna do it again. And you keep doing it, right? Yeah. But what happens is now she can't anticipate it. And she's like, oh, this nigga probably gonna have sex. There's there's no and this like negative anticipations at a positive anticipation. So what you gotta do is you kinda gotta be like unpredictable and you gotta do sexual shit without actually having sex. So grab kiss him deeply, grab booty in the morning during the day, say nasty shit like he's gonna do something and just go to bed. That keeps that keeps all your interactions sexual. And then when you have sex, you have don't always have sex at night before you go to bed. You yeah. don't always have sex in the morning. Like try to mix it up. Yeah. And mix up what you do. Yeah. Become a little more unpredictable. And then that's you're so right. I will say that you're right in that regard. Cause I do remember doing something like that where she got out the shower one time and she came and laid in bed. And while she was sitting there watching, you know, watch, you know, like couples watch TV and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh I like leaned over, you know, she had the titties out. I'm just, you know. So lick licked on the nipples a little bit. And then uh, just, you know, just play, just play with them a little bit. I ain't supposed to show none of my tricks. I ain't show none of my tricks right now. Yeah. You know, that's for my woman. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, playing with the titties and whatnot. And then went back to watching the movie. Didn't initiate sex. I just seen them titties and I knew they was fresh out the shower. A little taste and laid down. But sure enough, that same exact night, I wake up middle of the night. My shit getting slopped up and she sat right on that shit. And I was like, hey. See, what you did there was a spontaneous, like, sexual, but not always leading to sex. Because, like, you what you you probably don't even realize it, but you got moves, things that you always do that mean I want to have sex. Yeah. Like, let's say, for instance, you never even grab your girl's titties. Yeah. Unless you're trying to go all the way. So she knows as soon as you do that, oh, you're trying to do something. Yeah. And now it's like, eh. Like, the spontaneousness, that the heat is not there because she knows where your attention is. Yeah. So you do. You gotta. You gotta mix it up. You gotta be a little bit more spontaneous. You gotta do weird shit. Like it's not weird, but let me give y'all niggas a tip. Thing. Do some shit like this. She comes on. You walk up to her with the sexiest pair of panties there is that you love. Give her this. Give her the panties. Say, go take a shower. Come out with just these on. And you sit there and wait for her to come out to shower. Yeah. See what happens when she come out. A little tip for the niggas out there. <laughs> you know, you gave me a tip a long time ago. Pause. Whoa. This nigga always trying to pause, bro. Whoa. You gave me some advice <laughs> a while back. I don't remember what we were talking about, but you had talked about like, I don't know if I should say this, but you had talked about like one of your moves that you do. And I tried that shit. One. You was like. Did it have a name? I don't know if it had a name, but you basically, you take her legs Bring her legs up here, and the stuff is right here in front of you. You hoist it up, and you just munch it on that shit while you hold her. Yeah. You you put me on to that one a long time ago. So when I had, you know, a, a chick that I could waste up. You do that. Chick will just be lifting them up. I'm not like, uh, I'm not like the action figure Reed over here. Hey, hey, flex, flex one time for them. Flex one time. Come on, man. Hey, we trying to go viral. Hey, whoop. So I'm not like that. So, you know, when I had something that I could maintain, put that joint up. I was like, I was like, oh, and she was like, she was like, oh, shit. Like, and I was just sitting there, pause, eating pussy, thinking about my boy Lamont. In that moment, I was like, I remembered that game that you had taught me. And I'm looking at this girl like, bitch, I can lift her up. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
You don't want to think you could do something like that with a chicken and fail. Because, yeah, because I learned this the hard way. You never want to lift up a woman if you can't handle her. Um, because if you look weak, they might not say nothing, but they think of something. They definitely think of something. So, yeah, I just uh, wanted to bring that up. But, yeah, so um, one of the things... Um, that I was just recently uh, reading up on, on the uh, the Joe Budden podcast. Um, they were listening to a clip from the It Is What It Is podcast with Cameron and Mace. And they were sharing some of their old stories, you know, kind of like we all got old stories. But they were sharing stories about when they were young boys, you know, in, in the whorehouse and whatnot. And they was just, you know, sharing chicks, passing them around and whatnot. That's crazy. And I mean, but. Bro, that's that's how it was back in New York back in the day. You, I mean, no, you like when, when did you leave New York again? Man, I was when these niggas said they was like sixteen or some shit. I was definitely in Cali. Yeah. So yeah, what happened was um, when I was younger, I remember always seeing it was either this: you have some chick that came to the block and everybody was trying to smash, or you was in the living room playing Madden. It was it was one or the other. You was either in the crib smashing in the other room, or you was playing Madden. Yeah. Like, I remember that was just, like, the norm, like, growing up in New York. Wow. Yeah. I'd be what it was. So, All right. so I was able to relate to them when they were talking about these stories because I remember that. I remember, um, I ain't going to put his name out there, but, you know, the superintendent, and then we call it the super in New York. I remember the son, he'd have access to the, the cribs that were empty, get the keys, go up in there, you know what I'm saying? Do what we do. And that's that. I mean, no mind, you know what I'm saying? So, and so when they tell him the story, I was like, yeah, that's that's wild because remember the same exact shit. But to go back to what Melissa Ford was saying, she heard these snippets and she got a little upset because the guys on the Joe Budden show, they were like laughing and heckling about it and they thought it was funny. I mean, I ain't a lot when I was listening, I thought it was funny too. I'm thinking about the same shit, but she took it a little too deep and she was basically talking about how she basically threw a narrative out there talking about well you know what if those girls like what if that girl like wasn't even of age you know yeah basically she wondered how many of those girls were underage yeah and it's like she just wondered that out loud right yeah and it's like why would you like throw that kind of smut on somebody's jacket because Nobody was thinking that. Right. If anything, we was all thinking your kids. So everybody's underage. Everybody's just having a, a full, a grand old time. And if you're not underage, everybody's at least 18 plus. That's that's what I'm thinking, because I'm not going to think somebody's willingly going to go out there. Oh, yeah. When I was out here fucking these little 14 year olds when I was 21, nobody's going to say that. So why would you even go there? I know what she was thinking. Uh, again, you know, because y'all didn't know Melissa Ford as a woman. She's going to think of everything from a woman's perspective. And in her eyes, she might have been thinking how many girls were in those sexual situations. A ton. And had done something out of pressure that they didn't want to do and maybe regret it later. I'm saying it was rape, but, you know, sometimes you get kind of witted in the moment or they just don't want to embarrass anybody or tell anybody, no, we didn't heard all the stories. And then after the fact, they're embarrassed about it out of the neighborhood hole or whatever, right? So she's thinking, okay, how many young girls is in that position and maybe did something that they regretted or was um, maybe that bully, but kind of forced or peer pressured or whatever into doing something they didn't ultimately want to do. That would have been a better statement 
than to say, hmm, I wonder how many of those girls are underage, especially the fact that I think she, I think she could have saved face if she would have just included herself in that. Because the way she... How she include herself in their story? I know. But the way she felt triggered by that is almost like maybe that happened to her when she was younger. Maybe. But it's the way it came out. And it's almost like, oh, how many of them girls is underage? I was... Yeah, it came out like real malicious. Like, what are you... You creating fire where there's no, no leaves on the ground. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, but that's kind of what I think she meant. But that's not what she said. But I kind of think that's where she was coming from. That's just as it, it came out. Like, I wonder how many of those girls are un- underage. And before she could even even try to correct it or something, everyone was like, yo. Yeah. As you say, that was a pause. Move. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I think I, when I looked into it, uh, Cam and him responded, but it was like jokey, jokey. Like, oh, okay. He made some joke about you can call ISA, have her taken back to Canada because she's from Canada. And they kind of glossed over it. Like, they didn't even really trip. Mm. I think with piss, so Cam comes back, though, right? Of course. Not Cam. Uh, yeah, it was Cam, right? Yeah. Cam comes back. But I think it was because when they got on the next podcast, they asked Melissa to apologize, and she gave her a real half-ass. She danced around it, and then she was like, "Oh, I am. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm sorry, you know, like that." So I think that this came off. This nigga went on live, and he went off. He started talking all kinds of shit, saying he could have paid two thousand to fuck in the bathroom, all kinds of shit, bro. That's uh, okay. See, I'm I'm pretty clueless on what happened. That's not it. So then. They come back on the podcast again, of course, to talk about it. And um, here's a part that kind of bothers me, but I understand. Uh, it, the whole thing turned to where now Melissa's somehow the, the, the victim here. And everybody is like apologizing to her and about leaving her out there and then sticking up for her and all this other kind of stuff, right? And I think it went that way because Cam went so far. So if he didn't, if he didn't go, so I think that's kind of where Cam made a mistake. Is if he would have just let it go, she was in the wrong up to the point he took it there. Yeah. Now he's in the wrong for talking to her like that. And now everyone's defending defending her and apologizing for leaving her out there. So that's kind of like what happened. So I know a lot of people are arguing like, oh, how is she now the victim? And she's the one who started this shit. So it's kind of like a back and forth. But I see, I see how it got there. My, my personal opinion is she definitely, she's definitely fucked up by saying that shit. She didn't really give a decent apology. I mean, even Flip went on the show and like gave some like, Damn near speech heartfelt apology for not sticking up for her when she said some shit. This nigga was Miss Nigga was just talking because he had lips. She, but she didn't really get that much of an apology. He came in once, but then Cam went in, and when he went in, he got super disrespectful for like what is like twenty minutes on a line. Yeah. 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 Then once he took it that far, then of course Button and the crew they got a circle of wagons around their their crew members. So um, in the end, it seems like the the perpetrator is now the one that's a victim and everyone's protecting. But in my, from my perspective, if Cam didn't take it there, it wouldn't have went, it wouldn't have turned in that situation. That makes sense. And this is why post-production is so important. I still believe that when Joe brought it to her and said, you want to leave that in there? She should have said, you know what? She should have had a clear moment of clarity and thought about it and said, you know what? That's unnecessary. Let's, let's take that out. And then we wouldn't even be here today. That's that's what I think. But it's all content, nigga. You know, and the end, these people are all content creators. Much is coming. Let, let me let me ask you this: since it is the Joe Button podcast, and he is the one that calls the shots, mm-hmm. do you think he should have just made a decision above her and said, "I'm gonna just take this out"? I don't know. Say what he should have done. He could have, but it's up to him. And like I said, these niggas is they content creators. Yeah, he should. Absolutely got people talking about them in the news in the slow season right now. You know what I'm saying? 
So, 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 yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, because this wouldn't be the first time that he has cut something. He had a he had a whole Tasha K interview. He scrapped the whole thing because she was talking crazy. Mm-hmm. And then when the whole Cassie Diddy allegations came out, Ice allegedly was talking crazy about Diddy. And Joe went behind him afterwards in post-production and cut it to protect him and the show. So my thing is, if you've seen what she said about Kim, come on, Joe's from the, Joe's from the East Coast. I get he, what you're getting at. He knows. Here's what you missed. What's that? Joe ain't afraid of Kim. They don't got no power or nothing like that to make him worried about them. Right. It's just too equal level over right. his podcast or shit talking about Right. Him. But Diddy, we know Diddy got, Diddy got reach. Diddy got right. power. Yeah, I mean, not just that, though. But you got to remember, Joe Budden, all these people, these is industry niggas. They're yeah. not regular niggas like us. That's why you never really hear them go in on certain people because they have um, relationships. Relationships. Thank you very much. You know, it's missing the word. Relationships to maintain. Yeah. So you can't you can't even really look at these niggas and be like, they're keeping it real because they're not. They can't. They got to keep their relationships and shit going. They can't burn no bridges because they still are trying to make moves and make money. And that's why Queens Flip, who used to make so much money and was doing all kinds of shit with Cam. Now he got issued up. He ain't give a fuck about Cam now. Right. But they ain't fucking with Diddy, though. Diddy blowing niggas' cars up. Yeah. And he still got influence. So Joe Budden is like. So, so basically what you're saying in a nutshell is he was like, you want to keep it? Cool. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, I ain't worried about that shit. We yeah. can go to war if we want to go to war. And that's, that's probably what he was thinking. Yeah. If niggas want to act, we can act. It's him. <laughs> but. That's pretty much what it was. That's why he's on the time line. Nigga, money ain't long enough to check your lawyers. You can't blah, blah, blah. Because he's afraid about things. But against somebody who definitely does have the money, money is long and shit enough, he know better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're getting a little short right now. Shit. The allegations are crazy. Have you seen those? Bro, that nigga, that nigga money's still long. Still spinning Joe's. Even at pause. Oh, pause. This shit is longer than all them niggas. I'm just talking about the money, bro. That's why I said pause. Bro, if you didn't always say pause and like sexualize some shit, man, I would, niggas yeah. wouldn't even. <laughs> I had a whole segment on this. Shit. I, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's Avenue AC. No? Nah. <sighs> you got me. You got me. Yeah, it's, it's just you, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. No, but um, I mean, a good segue off of that. It'll hit me. Have you um have you ever engaged in stuff like that when you were younger? Engaged in stuff like that. The fuck you talking about? You know. No. Took a chicken to the crib, dudes around, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh. Okay. I mean you had the one you had the one little threesome story. Yeah. But that wasn't quite the same thing. But no, nah, I never was that dude. Like there was times where there was girls around who was just being like wild and loose and the niggas was swarming i was i don't know man like that one shit that my antennas went out bro i couldn't yeah that shit was always like something wrong this fuck let me get the fuck up out of here right 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 and they would tell me about these stories and how much fun they had or whatever but nah i was always cool and i always even still treated them girls with respect i probably wouldn't like hang out with them or no shit like that but i was always cool and i would i didn't talk shit to them and make remind them of the shit i seen them do last week i'm saying but i never really i just was never that dude what about you? You did a little bit of college, right? You got any? You got any? Uh, got any stories? I'm really more of a solo act, so no, I don't do the community as much. As much. 
You didn't do the community yeah, as much? Okay. You ain't got no college stories, nigga? What's the wild what's no. what's the wildest escapade you've been on when you was in college? I didn't have me. Like I said, mine was more like one on one solo act. You ain't get no pussy? Yeah, I did, but it wasn't that direct. We was like, hey, we you on the roof. We you on the roof. You underneath the bleachers. Like, you know. Do you ever get caught up in somebody's cuddle buddy? Like, she had me just coming over cuddling. You poking the shit all on her, but she won't let you hit. Nah, man, it didn't work like that. We just, everything was pretty much understood. It was like, you know, hey, you know, we gonna lay up or whatnot, or we gonna do something, get some, get some action. Usually about action or whatnot, because, you know, I didn't waste time like that, especially when I was moving about. You know, okay. And so I will say, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. Gives to the Tropicana. No, nah, I wouldn't. To be honest, it really wasn't nothing, you know, nothing extreme. Get a couple of drinks in you. Keep the vibe going. We'll see how loose you get. Uh-oh. All right. You circle back to me. Oh. <laughs> Uno reverse. Oh, damn. <laughs> just, jump out th- just jump out there with it. Right, 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 right. So, uh, oh, nigga, I was shit. I was around for one of them shits. More than one. Which one? What? He? What? So there was mm-hmm. the, the little chica that walked in the picket deal. <laughs> yeah, they could choke him. I mentioned that shit. Pause. <laughs> uh, I think they recall some, uh, I'm not going to say where she came from, but some old female friend of yours that came to visit. Oh, I got one. Okay. Old female friend that came to visit. Yeah. Like old in age? Nah, like from oh. high school. She came to visit you. Came to pick a deal. Really? Didn't she wind up smashing a home with the truck? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that nigga fucking black that shit out your mind, bro. I don't even know. Just from what I remember, that shit was transformative for you. But you, <laughs> you, that, nigga, that nigga knocked that shit out his mind. Oh, really? Man. Tell me why. I don't remember this chick's name, but it was some girl you used to like. I okay. believe she was light skinned. She went to high school with you in like Northern California. Fuck it, we gonna put her all out there. She came down to visit. Yeah. You don't remember this shit? Nah. When you lived above Piccadilly. Yes. She came down to visit. Yeah. You liked her. Yeah. But back then, you know, you wasn't super aggressive with the, you know how you was. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she didn't think you really liked her. So she started pushing up on. I can't remember old boy's name. He's come visit. Built. He's in the military. He drove that big white truck. Oh, you talking about Nate? Yeah. So Nate was gonna smash, and they looked like, "Hey, you cool with this?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then he smashed, and then he wasn't cool. Uh, really? Yeah. I don't. Dad, I, really, I must have really blacked that. Yeah. Really yeah, you must have, because I remember, nigga, you was on shit for a couple of years after that. He's like, "Oh, really?" Just, uh, I was like, "You didn't tell that bitch you liked her." So she should have known. Yeah, yeah, you fucking yeah. You oh, oh, damn. That must have. No, I. I mean, honest, I must have really suppressed that one. That must have really hurt me because I don't remember it. Oh, we did. Damn, that's crazy. But all the homies is like, nigga, you didn't really push up on her at the time. But you was like 18. Yeah, I was still a virgin. I was still a virgin. Now, I'm, I'm on record on this podcast, other podcasts. You know, I didn't lose it till I was like almost 19. It wasn't with the little cheek out, was it? Talking about the hoe? Yeah, Tweety. Yeah. No. No, I didn't and touch that. Does he know that? No. Did you know about, oh, I was a pimp for like two weeks? Oh, yeah. yeah. This chick caused so much trouble, bro. What? <laughs> what? We need to talk about this story? Hold on. Nah, but it's it's a banger, nigga. It's a it's a good ass story. My my wife hates it. That's how good it is. Oh, you she hates that story? Yeah. I mean, she knew oh. about it when it was happening. Oh, oh shit. Oh damn. So run it. Run it. 
So um, I was actually simultaneously working at Piccadilly and the sex adult shop that was right next door. They were both below where I, I lived at the time. This is back when I was on Elkhorn Boulevard. Hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. I'm and, so what happened was, this is back in the days where, you know, people were still using cordless phones in the crib. And since my crib was above, I didn't need a cell phone. I just, I'd be at work with my cordless phone. So I'm out there just at work, standing outside the shop, talking on the phone, whoop 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 And then this girl walks up to me, a little short, little, maybe Mexican or something. A little short girl walks up to me and she was just like, hey, uh, can I use your phone? And I was like, sure, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy. Here you go. And she's tried to call somebody, couldn't get through. And then she was like, she was like, uh, is this because I was like standing right in front of my door. She was like, is this is this your place? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I live upstairs. And she was like, oh, mind if I hang out with you? And I was just like, don't mind if I do. You know, I'm about to get off. Yeah, that's that shit actually happened. nigga. True story. I didn't witness that shit. I didn't like ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but this was also around the same time period where the um the the Jay-Z Nas was at its height. And so enters L Dub. Enters L Dub. I wasn't here when this nigga met this chick, right? Mm. But I come to the crib. By this time, I don't even know how the news got out, but there was already other niggas at the fucking place, in his place. Yeah. The new disc track comes out. He hits me. Come listen to this Nas versus Jay Z. This shit is hard to gotta hear. I'm like, this is the ether, ether days. Jump into six two six, which is world fucking famous right now. Uh, came over to my nigga house. Came upstairs and like stomping through because the way his house was, you come upstairs, you go to the front door, and the front door is straight. Then you walk into the kitchen, and then there's a bedroom and a bathroom on this side, and his room was on this side. So I come in, I hang a left, and I stop at the doorway. And I look, and it's like three niggas I don't know, and some shit, like just just doing it. Yeah. So I pause. I'm like, and <laughs> <laughs> then this nigga look at the computer like this shit ain't even happening, bro. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, yo, check this shit out. So I get, I go over to this shit. Both of us like, oh, this is hard. We go to tell, like, look back, like, hey. <laughs> we, we, we so enamored with hearing ether for the first time that this dude's in the back that they just running a train on this tweety girl and they ain't paying no mind to that we ain't paying no mind to them we like oh this shit is hard like and Oz went in this is crazy and you look back all you're just seeing is yeah. because I had like where I stayed like it was like it was like the it was the hot spot like it was in between it was like the middle ground for everybody whether you live and Mira Mesa, I'm, I'm name dropping a bunch of Cali shit. Whether you lived up in Mira Mesa, whether you lived in Spring Valley, whether you lived in Chula Vista, yeah. it was the middle ground. Oh, no, was up. Yeah, like it was the middle ground. Um, yeah, so when that happened, you know, naturally, when they bust their nuts and whatnot, they left. But she was like, I'm just going to hang out here. And I'm just like, okay. And, you know, Dub's like, I right, will. I, I came over to hang out for a second and hear the music. I'm going home to the wife and kids. So he left and it's just me and this girl. And I'm like, you know, make yourself at home. Just get comfortable. Because that's what my plan I, was. What time frame again on this? Like, what else time frame? Wait, neither was it. Whatever year Ether came out. It might have been. This This might have been right after you left. Oh, this is what I came down to see. 
Yeah, it was like right after that. Because when you had came down to visit, that was before I started working at the adult shop. Got it. So, so now, fast forward, this girl's just hanging out. I guess she got nowhere to go. So she spends the night. Next day, remember I told you, it's the hangout spot. Next day, um, I think, uh, who was it? Uh, damn, what was his name? I, I want to say his name was Terry. It's like a light-skinned dude named Terry. He came over. Yo, Dean, what's good? Pulls up. Yo, Dean, what is? I'm like, oh, that's my friend Tweety. Oh, what's up, Tweety? Nice to meet you. My name's Terry, you know. You know, you know how niggas are when they see a chick for the first time trying to be all. And I, you know, I, I broke it down to him, like, how we met. And I'm like, she just hanging out here. And he was like, he was like, so you pimping him? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like, like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I am, but I didn't plan on it. <laughs> and he was like, so what's up? He looked at me and he was like, so he was like, so what's up? Can I, you know? And I was like, well, you said I'm pimping. You trying to pay? And he was like, nah, I ain't trying to pay, but I want to I wanna fuck. And I was just like, I don't care. Ask her. Wow. She looked at me. Yeah. She looked at me and was like, is it okay? And I was like, I don't care. Your body, your choice. What <laughs> the actual? So two minutes later, he's on the couch, busting her down. She's slopping him up. And what am I? Back on the computer. <laughs> wow. So then... After they do what they do, whoopie whoop, he busts his nut, he chilling. She's just still hanging out. She's like, I use the shower. I'm like, shoot, go ahead, go use the shower. She comes back out. Now my boy Troy pulls up. Uh, for people that remember him back in the day, we used to rap together. His name was Trees. Trees. So Trees. Make up Trees. I've never fight this thing again. Yeah. No, Trees was that nigga. <laughs> the ultimate freestyling. Oh, okay. So Trees pulls up and he's like, who this? This your, this your new girl? And I was like, no, no. I'm not playing with it. Like, definitely my girl after like five niggas have been through it in 24 hours. So, once again, the same thing. Hey, how you doing, baby? I'm Trees. <laughs> so, she fresh out the shower. He's like, what's up? Like, talking to her and he looking at me and I was like, I'm just a real nigga. I don't care. So, at some point, you got some money at Yes. So now, after pretty much all the homies, except me and Dove, and I'm not saying that just to say that, we literally did not touch this girl, because I'm sure there's probably people that listening like, I know. nigga. But now, I, I told my wife about the whole shit. She, Of course, because there's always going to be an inkling like, yeah, you got your deal. Like, you just something. You know, she won't think something. You got negotiated your ass. Like, fucking Daniel is hanging out. They going to get that stuff. You know, you're married. You should be having a hose up in the house now. Bro, this bitch caused a lot of problems. He ain't even got to. So, um, I'm still there. Man. You know that? So, I saw, so, so, this is all in the first 24 hours. This is all in the first 24 hours. And mind you, during this time period, I was, I thought I was a rapper, right? So, during this time period, I was cutting like a mixtape and whatnot. So, I was getting hungry, right? And um, this is also back when I was used to slang like Burt stuff. <laughs> Understood. CDs, I'll just say. I'm not gonna say what it was. <laughs> CDs. Uh, so then um that's when Trees hit me with it. He was like, yo, shit, get something to eat. Let's let's have her pay for it. And I'm like, she ain't got no money. He's like, nigga, she's a hoe. 
somebody from let's, some fucking sense. He's like, let's put her out there. And I was like, hmm. Like the light bulb went off. Like, I was like, I was like, you know what? Oh, so then I, here I am. I started thinking, I'm like, hmm. So I'm like, what's the prices? You know, I'm thinking about it like an actual job trying to get my inventory together or whatnot. All right, one bitch, $50 for head. So she probably had prices in her internet, right? I'm sure she did. So I basically was like, this this girl, I don't know where she at today, but she was well trained. When I say well trained, I told her, I was like, hey, look, you gotta go out there and get this money. She's like, okay, let's go. You gonna protect me? I said, let's go. And this is back when I had my little my little Jeep and stick chair. Had a little stick shift chair again. So while she walking the blade, that's what we call it back then, mm-hmm. walking the blade. I'm driving up and down until she hops in the car. It's like some straight GTA shit. <laughs> she hops in the car. She do what she do. whoop de whoop I pull back. She hop in the car. I bring her back to the crib. Take the change. Drop her back off. It was like a bunch of, it was like a circuit. Just back and forth. It's a dog laps like Mario Kart. So then finally, three, four hours go by. I'm like, look, and I'm like, cool. I made about like $300. I was like, damn. Shit. And this, and this was at like a time when my rent was like 500 bucks. So I was like, I'm winning. <laughs> I'm like, damn, made $300 in a couple hours. I'm like, man, who said pimping ain't easy? That's when you got a chick that's following your lap. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I was like, and then I was like, so how much you want for your cut? And then that's why, I, this is why I say she was trained. She was like, my cut. She's like, you just got to make sure I got somewhere to stay and I'm fed. I was like, what? 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 I was like, I was like, were you hungry? She's like, not right now. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to get some neat. You hang out here. Here go, here go trees. I'm going to hang out here with her. All right, nigga. All right, nigga. Uh, all right, nigga. Just don't be in my bed. Sure enough, we go to the taco shop. You know, we talked about already the famous taco shop. We come back. He's still just on the couch, just beating it up. Like, I look back on that couch. Man, that couch had to be filthy. But anyway, <laughs> it was all kinds of shit on that couch. Yeah yeah, 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 you were the first one on it. Uh, so, so then fast forward. I don't want to drag out the story, but that that basically went on for about a week or two, and it couldn't have happened at a better time. Trees basically fell in love with her. Oh, I remember that. Trees fell in love with her because I had I got to the point where I stopped having her stay at my place because you know I you know watching stuff like Soprano. You never keep the work at your house. So I was like, I'm going to just pay for a room and let her stay there. Here go trees. Oh, I'll stay with her. Uh, I'll protect her. And I'm like, nigga, go on. You just want to go get some pussy. Like, Bro, it wasn't just that. This nigga fighting other people over there and shit and then tried to cut some niggas off from it and them niggas was mad. They didn't like that shit. What? Oh, yeah. Cause it, got to the, it got to the point. So if you if you go circle back to the first the first part of the story, first. those same exact ones that he, that that came oh, in the beginning. that came through. They first of all, I wasn't even really cool with them like that. They just happened to pull up, and I was like, "Go ahead, I don't care." But when they found out that I had took her on and I basically had her over there all the time, then they just felt entitled. Like, "Oh, we're gonna go to D's house and get some pussy." But here's my thing: I was only continuous in letting my niggas get pussy. Like, I didn't fuck with y'all like that. Y'all just happened to pull up and just wanted to hang out. So one time they came over horny thinking that they, oh, they, oh, old girls over there. I finna get some. Like, I know when I'm being used. I was like, nah, y'all cool. Going back home. 
And they got buffered and they over here, like some sad niggas outside in the streets throwing rocks at my window because I won't let them up to fuck some hoe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I ain't crazy with you. <laughs> I think I'm too on her. Yeah, yeah. I had to come through like three times on niggas. There's that fucking time. Oh, then there was a time where me and D went to the fucking liquor store, right? Them niggas must, they yeah. must have been following us. We went to the fucking liquor store. I go to the back. This is some shit straight out of the movie. I go in the back. I come back up front. My nigga up, up by the country. So, so surrounded. They circled on me. Circled on me. They was ready to pounce. And here, oh, Doug. I jump up like, yo, y'all want to shoot the fair one? We can do that. But y'all not finna jump. My nigga, y'all gonna go through me first. Yeah. And it's like eight niggas, bro. What yeah. the that's, That was me back then. I didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. And my, again, I told my wife this story. She heard it. I'm doing ignorant shit, bro. But I got a wife and kids at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was, I was definitely wrong. But the nigga in me at the time was not finna let my boy get ran up on. Right, right. So I right. ran up in the middle of the circle. I was like. Nah, y'all not you ain't shoot the fair one. That's cool. He basically was like, look, y'all want to whip his ass? One of y'all get the one-on-one, and that's that. But y'all ain't finna jump him. That's it. And that's fair. That's real. That's real shit. Cause you could tell they wanted this. The wolves were circling. I was looking like Scar and they was hyenas in the Yeah, but then when they was thinking one-on-one, it's funny. Cause as soon as I said that shit, the niggas started looking up and down. <laughs> it's like nah. And then they walked off. Then they sure did walked off slowly. And one of them niggas was like crippled or some shit. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that nigga was the leader. Yeah. And you know what? You know, that was that was uh that was Patrick's cousin. Oh, that was his cousin. <laughs> oh shit. And Patrick used to get mad at me, and he's probably watching this now because he just recently hit me up on yeah. the podcast. Uh-huh. So what's up? So Shay's on with it, dude. Uh but he got mad at me because I would be teasing his cousin. I'm like, yeah, you nigga tried to roll up on me because you know he was a little, you know, yeah, special. That word, yeah, special. And you know, he would, he would talk and be like, Ian Fiends, you know, like that's how he talked. But this nigga was the leader of a crew, bro. And that right there lets you know the type of crew that they were. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That wasn't even it. Now these niggas roaming up and down El Cajon Boulevard looking for the fucking hotel that these this this chick is at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not even that's not even that's not even where it got really real. Where it got really weird, real was when the pimp that trained her came looking for her. Oh that, that's when it got real. So let's go back to where it all began. I worked nighttime at an adult shop. I was in the adult shop. And I guess the pimp asked around town and found out about me. He came into the adult shop and pressed, he pressed me. He came in there and was like, Are you D? You D money? And I don't know who the fuck this guy is. But, you know, when somebody that you don't know all of a sudden knows you, right. you on edge. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, I like look back because behind me is the camera. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm pointing up at the camera because that was my call me off guard. I ain't got nothing on me, no nothing. He come in here and light this shit up. So my immediate smart thinking was, yeah, that's me. Like I'm, I'm pointing at the camera because right. I wanted him to know that if he lit me up right now, nigga, you better go get the footage because <laughs> they got you on tape. And he was just like. He was like, you know Tweety? And I was like, I was like, I know of her. What's up? Nah. <laughs> and he was just like, he's like, that's my girl. And I'm like, okay, that's your girl. I was like, I ain't fucking with that. And, you know, and I was like, <laughs> and he finally just kind of backed off and he was like, yeah, just, just know that that's my girl. And like, but I was just like, and at that moment, anytime she had tried to come by, I was like, I sent her on her way. I was like, nah, this, 
it's been a fun ride, but uh, I was like, I guess pimping ain't easy because <laughs> I ain't know this was the real part. Niggas over yeah. here trying to take your bitch, or if you take if you take another nigga's bitch, then they trying to come after you because yeah. you, you got to keep that stable together. And I wasn't with him. The crazy shit is this nigga was just telling you the story. He's like, I would have not believed. Yeah, I was there, bro. I was. Yeah, there. but you were witness. I was there. For yeah, most yeah. at least half. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, trees is still around here on Facebook. Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's a, man, listen. A lot of my stories sound fake as fuck, and that's why in the first—I don't know if it was the first or the second episode—I said I ain't supposed to be here. I've been in crazy scenarios. Like the fact that I am still here is one in particular. This nigga drove around for months in that fucking jeep with no brakes, nigga. That shit had no brakes. Yeah, it had brakes when you came out. I was just about to see you let me. That's oh, it had brakes. Okay. It had brakes when you came out. Oh, he would have let your ass ride with no brakes. He did that shit with everybody else. So yeah. me niggas like, oh no, we jumping in the sixty six. Like, we, yeah, <laughs> we not yeah. driving in that place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's a that was I listen. I was a wild boy. I was a wild boy. I will tell you this one time where I scared this thing was just stupid, bro. Why I scared the shit out of uh my boy uh we was talking about Patrick. Mm-hmm. Shout out Patrick and then uh rest in peace uh Simeon. Oh, all right, this is Simeon. Um, we're riding down Texas because we about to go to Mission Valley. We're about Texas? to go to the arcade. It's Texas, like, ooh, it's, out, it's like this deep ass hill right I before you goes down in the Mission Valley. So, those, those, those to the mall? Yeah. Oh, so those of you out in Cali, y'all know what we talking about when we take Texas Boulevard, that slope. Anyway, I'm in the Jeep, the 89 Cherokee, two door, two door stick shift, and I got no brakes. And I'm going down Texas. I got Patrick Ryan's shotgun and Simeon's in the back. And I guess these two, at the time, they had never rode in my car when it didn't have brakes. So <laughs> me being the, the funny nigga I am, it didn't dawn on me to say something until I was at the top of the Texas Hill about to go down it. So as I'm going down the hill, I was like, I was like, hey, hey. I started turning the music down. Because you know, you know, black folks focus. We got to turn the music down. I started turning the music down. And as I'm going down the hill, um, I was like, hey, y'all be cool. Like, y'all be cool. You know, I was like, I ain't got no brakes. And then you just hear see me out in the back like, you ain't got no brakes? What you mean? I ain't got no brakes. Like, these eyes got all big. Like, you ain't got no brakes. I'm like, bro, like, I ain't got no brakes. Like, I got a Fred Flintstone. <laughs> and then. And I'm looking over at Patrick. He's hanging on to the side of the thing. And I was like, Patrick, you good? He was just like, right? Right? <laughs> Yo, say nothing, Patrick. Simeon's in the back like, hey, bro, 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 it's, it's a red light. It's a red light. I said, Simeon, relax. I have no brakes. Let me focus. So as I'm coming down to the red light, the, the traffic on the opposite side of the street is making a left, so they're cutting in front. So as those cars are making a left, I miraculously weaved in between the cars that were going and made it through. And both of these niggas was in the car like, oh, oh, oh. Simeon's in the back like, oh my God, bro. Oh my God, what the fuck, bro? Don't ever do that fucking shit again. Oh my fucking God. Like, he was just like, he was like motor mouth with it. Like, he was just like, Nigga, he was going no. crazy. I'd have got the fuck out of there. I'm fucking um, back. I don't know if I ever told you this story. Uh, when my brakes, like in the beginning, when they first went out, they was grinding and shit. Yeah, when they first went out, did I ever tell you the story about with your little brother? Yeah, don't <laughs> tell it. You said don't tell it. I said go and tell it. Oh, uh, so I was riding with his brother. Shout out CeeLo. Uh, I'm riding with his brother, and we were getting off. I think it might have been like Fourth Avenue, Park Boulevard, somewhere around there. And as I'm making that roundabout, 
I realized, oh shit, my brakes aren't really working now. Like this is like in the beginning when I first discovered that they weren't really working. So those of you that know the area knows during rush hour, it's bumper to bumper. So I had a decision to make. As I came around that bend, it was I could either smash into these cars, my bad, or I could ride up this hill. <laughs> so I made the smart decision to just, boom, I turned it real quick and it just, hit the curb and went right up the grass and drove all the way up the grass. And we were stuck at the top of the grass while the cars were in traffic. And I was just sitting up there and CeeLo was just looking like, mm. <laughs> well, I guess that's better. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, like I said, like I, I said, told me that shit, bro. That shit was fucking fun. Shout out to CeeLo, my little bro, by the way. <laughs> You gotta get a K shout out. I know this nigga wrestles and shit. Yeah, yeah. And his fucking one of his wrestling personas, he's like a, a R&B wrestler, right? That's what the CeeLo go by. This nigga got, and this nigga got a tagline that's dope as fuck. Check it out. This nigga's tagline is CeeLo. When you see me, you see love. That shit is hard. And, and when the nigga comes out, one of the shows I've seen, this nigga come out to the instrumental of freaking you, come up to somebody's bitch, Take his shirt off, pour his oil on himself, and do all of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> all in a bit, girl, nigga. That's crazy. And then, he, then he get up there and be flipping his ass all over the shit. I was proud of that shit. Yeah, big up CeeLo, man. And he's still wrestling today? Yeah, bro. We ever make it to Cali, we got to hit a show. Oh, wow. Like, so he's like all the way in it, professional yeah, wrestling. WWE wrestling shit, nigga, from the top rope wrestling shit. Nigga. Oh, okay. He's, on, he's not on WWE, is he? Oh, okay, okay. You think I? I'm just saying. I haven't watched it. We'd be a tag team. I haven't watched that shit since. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't watched that shit since way back in the day. But yeah, shout out to CeeLo, man. He was a cool dude. He was a cool dude. Was. It's my little bro. He is a cool dude. Let's go. I wasn't just say, I'll say he was because I mean, I haven't hung out with him in a minute. Got you. I yeah. Got you. Just yeah. Him, you know. I think I didn't I like live with him for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> They don't like live there for like a month. I mean, your computer was there, and yeah, uh, I was just always there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think it, I think I, I couldn't like have internet at the place that I was at. Yeah, that's what happened, man. This yeah, they didn't have no internet, so he moved his computer to my mom. Right, my old computer over at his mom's house, and was like, I'm well, gonna be here now. The internet is here. I'll be. Sure. <laughs> oh, my mom is hella cool, so she was like, "Oh, did?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm the type of person back in the day, if I was at your house, you didn't even notice me because I would just be in my little corner on the computer. Yeah. This is all you hear. Two little keyboards. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Oh, man. That's some good times. That's some good yeah, times. Reminisce. Yeah. But you ain't escaped that story, bro. What story? You know what fucking story I'm talking about? I mean, he brought up the... Uh, me sharing uh, a girl that came out to see. I wish I knew who that was. Huh? You you said that that Nate that Nate smashed. Nate? Oh yeah yeah. I wish I knew who that girl was. I have no idea. Really blacked that shit out, nigga. Got what she look like? Oh, she was like, I think she's a light skinned chick, long hair kind of light skinned chick. Here, so nigga, I don't Damn. really remember. I really gotta find out who that was because I don't know who that. They might not. I don't even know if it's fucking my eight. I don't remember that nigga name, but yeah, yeah. But you still in this game? Yeah. Well, so there was a chick that I was interested in, but what? I was scared because I was just like a little virgin back in the day, and we used to hang out all the time, play Marvel versus Capcom, go to the club together, and all that. What age was this? Eighteen. All right. 
And um, we went to high school together and we was always just hanging out. And, you know, one day Reed came to visit me. And this is after I haven't seen him since what? Second grade? Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen him since second grade yeah. when I first left Dallas. Look, came back full circle. Right. And um, yeah. So, of course, you know, I haven't seen my guy in like over a decade. We're going to go hit. We're going to go down to Mexico where we could party. Like we real adults. Tijuana, Tijuana, because down in Tijuana, you know, you could be over 18, you could be 18 and party like you're 21. Right. So we went down there, me, Reed, this girl, she were, shall remain nameless. We'll call her Princess. Do you remember her name? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, this this gonna be good. All right. So we have a good old time. We out dancing, clubbing, blah, 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 blah. So while we at the club and she's dancing with me, she had said to me, she was like, I like your friend. He's cute. What? And I was like, a word? Okay. And then I was like, like a real nigga. Want me to look that up? Shit. <laughs> and she was like, she looked at me in shock like, you wouldn't? I'm like, yeah. So we leave Mexico and whatnot. And we come back. We stopped, of course, at the world famous taco shop. Same you know, it's all coming back to me. Yeah. Keep going. We stopped yeah. at the taco shop, and uh, I gave me some carne asada fries. That's the go-to. Yep. It's and then and it's coming back. Coming down memory lane. Shit. And then we were getting ready to go upstairs. I let her go upstairs first, and then I stopped him. And I'm like, "Yo, just a heads up. Wooty wooty whoop. It's trying to wooty wooty whoop. You with it?" And he looked at me like, for the the confirmation, like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, man, you my bro. Go ahead, handle that. And I even had, I even had a, a, a magnum in the car and everything. I was like, here you go. Provided the magnum, everything. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm in, I'm in the car, busting down, carting inside of fries, passed out. Here <laughs> he come. I don't even know how much time has went by. You can share that. I don't know how much time went. Bro, could have got it. I don't. Bad at what's But he, but he, but he comes down, knocks on the window to wake me up. Hey. I'm done. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm done. Man, I don't remember nothing. I remember. So what happened was when I got when we got to that club in Tijuana, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh shit, it's, it's 10 miles to get in and it's all you can drink. Yeah. I go to go to the bar. $10 to get in. Yeah. yeah it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy in Mexico back in the day. I remember looking at the list of drinks they made. I think everything was like vodka based. That's why. So they started out with, I just remember starting off with like a Bob Collins. And then ended at a kamikaze, and I don't remember shit after that. Damn. When I got to kamikaze, that's when I was like, hey, we about to head back, and everything was just like, wait, Kyle, one year. Kamikaze did. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. Yeah. God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, was this XS, Club XS down on TG? I think it might have been XS. Yeah, it might have been XS. You said kamikaze, that was a, I think yeah, I don't know about You know what I'm talking about? All the niggas from SD back then would know about XS and yeah. TG. It was, it was XS. It went, went down. That's for me? Before it turned to a gay club. Eventually, what? It eventually turned to a gay club. And then the hot spots after that was an animal and mystery. Damn mystery. Yeah. Yeah. But that you weren't down there for that. That was that was a time. Mystery. That one was $18 to get in there for guys and unlimited drinks. Man, that, that's dangerous. It was a it was a time. That's dangerous. I don't remember. I look back on that stuff. We was crazy. Yeah, y'all need this. We went to a whole nother country. We would just walk, <laughs> we would just walk across the border like we was invincible. And then stagger back. 
and stack it up. <laughs> and they're like, drive all the way back to the crib 30 minutes from Mexico. Oh, mm-hmm. Girls just do that shit too. Yeah. Well, like, my wife told me her stories of going down there to TJ getting getting drunk with her friends and stumbling back and shit. Oh. Yeah, everyone was doing that shit. Bro. Yeah, it was, just, it was just the norm. That was a time. I did that so much that when I had left Cali and went to New York for college for a year, when I came back to Cali, I was still on my Mexico party shit so much that I got a spot down there for a year in all time. What? Yeah, old time Mesa. Yeah, old time Mesa, right by the border. I never forget my spot. It was three hundred dollars for a two bedroom, fully brand new renovated. <laughs> Bro, so, thirty six hundred for the year. So what happened when uh, what happened with this chick though? Is is that the end of the story? Like what happened afterwards though? Yeah, after that. So you know. Put my boy on. I was still a virgin at the time. I'm like, yo, do your thing. Um, I never seen her again after that for, I want to say, three, four years. And then, um, you know, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I'll just say I happened to be in her hometown and I hit her up. And I don't remember. This might have been MySpace back then. It might have been MySpace, right? At the yeah. 04. Most world five. That was my species. Might have been Black Planet. But it definitely <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> <on. laughs> it definitely wasn't no Black Planet. So yeah, yeah. For, all for all intents and purposes, we'll say MySpace. MySpace. So I found her on MySpace, seen where she was at. I was in the same city. Hit her up. I was at the telly. I was like, where you at? She gave me her address. I said, oh, bet. You 17 minutes away. Shit. I'm like, yo, I'm going to come pick you up. Came, picked her up, brought her back to the telly, had a bottle. I mean, the rest was history. We had a couple shots and I busted down and, you know, that was that. I finally, I finally knocked that conquest. Uh, you so know, this is the story of how I hit the same chick is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time I hit it. Oh, and this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only hit it twice. Only hit it twice. I'm not going to say when I hit it the second time, but let's just say further down the road, I hit it a second time. And yeah, she was. It was it was good. It was good. It was good. He got he got her in her prime though. Oh, she let herself go a little bit. She was still up in there, nigga. I'll talk to her. First time I hit it, she was still good. But I'm saying that last time, oh, she kind of she kind of she kind of just let us. She got a little bigger. She got a little bigger. Yeah, but you still hit that shit, nigga. So I hate. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck is that? I'm I think he said, I'm him. I'm him. I'm Himothy. I'm We thought, bro, this is what Sergio underhand softball and you hit that shit, don't make you fuck. What I'm saying is, I'm saying is, bro, this was in my 20s. I was a wild boy. Remember, remember, I got into 20, I basically ran into 20, only having like maybe one or two pieces of draws. So my twenties, my twenties was fuck fest of 09. Was, it's just, I was running through, I was running through everything. If you were, you was a seven or an eight, I ate. <laughs> seven, you, you mean five and up? You mean five and up? No, no, five and up. What are you talking about? You mean five and up? You said if you was a seven or eight, that's too high, bro. Five and up, you were smashing. I wasn't. What five you were smashing? The, the chick you just described to me was a motherfucking five. You said she let herself go. It was all this way. You like me? Wasn't no. She was. She was a seven. She was a seven. She was a seven. Nigga talking. She was a ten. She was a ten when he got it. Okay. Was she a ten? Huh? Was, was she a ten at the time? I mean, it's pre-marriage. Let's qualify yeah. this right at the time. She was a ten. 
Damn, she was fine. She didn't get the She had not. No, no. Only, the fall, I'll say, I'll say eight. Yeah, everybody got their own perspective or whatnot. Nah, she might take she was a ten. Because I imagine she had the same skills that she had with him when I got to her. She has some skills. Okay. And now I feel embarrassed if she ever comes across the podcast. Maybe. Uh, shout Maybe. out, Princess. I mean, <laughs> she did it. Listen, we all just having fun. We kids. Yeah. We all young adults. You know, now, look, now we at this old age. Like, now we, look, we in our rocking chairs, sitting on the stoop, telling stories now. Yeah. It ain't like we doing none of this today. Because, you know, I'm looking, Aren't you sick? I'm looking for a queen today. This nigga, you're throwing this shit today. You still doing this shit today. Nigga. What you talking? What? No. Look, boys get, <laughs> hey, boys get all hyped in. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> What's that mean? Turning in Chris Tucker. That's what you know niggas be lying. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Uh, we don't got to drag this out. This was a... Uh, this was a very uh, fun, uh, personal, personal podcast. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to Reed for coming through. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, appreciate, appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Definitely coming having me. happy, yes, sir. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, make sure you like, subscribe, share, leave comments, suggestions. Let us know what you do like. Let us know what you don't like. Let us know what any kind of topics you might want to hear. Let us know what any kind of guests you want to see. Next episode, we got a female guest coming through. Yeah. Um, you know, hey, maybe one of these days we do a podcast and they have their wives up here. But that'll no. wait. No, we won't. Wait. Let me, let me go and say that shit right now, nigga. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. He told he told that. It's all right, man. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. The Verbal Gunplay Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're wild for that shit. Yeah, come on, man. Get that out. <laughs> I don't even want to see. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh-uh.